Just a quick disclaimer before we start the show, there is no official medical advice in any of these episodes. It's all anecdotal, and this episode is based on my experiences. And a trigger warning, this episode may trigger feelings of depression and other emotional factors that are related to concussions. After my snowboarding accident that resulted in my concussion, I didn't take very much time off of work. I took about a week off of work and returned almost immediately to full-time duties. And I really wish that I hadn't in hindsight for my recovery. I wish that I had taken more time to evaluate my body, my situation, understand the effects of the concussion and learn more about the long-term effects so that I knew what to look out for. One of the biggest challenges of dealing with a concussion is dealing with the workplace and really bottom line, your ability to make money. Because there are so many things that are happening with your brain and your body that reduce your productivity, that could limit your cognitive function, that can affect your ability to work, that can affect your range of emotional symptoms like depression or anxiety or irritability, and that can affect your job performance or your ability to work with other people. So, so many challenges are faced with individuals when it comes to careers, making money, working, having a full-time job. And when you are in this position, and facing these challenges in the workplace, you are often met with a lack of awareness. People don't understand what happens to your brain and body when you're experiencing a concussion, and in the workplace, that can lead to a sort of stigma and discrimination. Oftentimes, people who are facing concussions which is an invisible illness that no one can see, but can only be experienced from inside, are often viewed as weak or unreliable because they might need to take time off work or they might take longer to do tasks that traditionally didn't take them very much time at all. There's a pressure to return to work quickly. And when I returned to work after one week of taking time off. I returned because I didn't want to miss things. I returned because I felt pressure to perform at my job, to be a good employee. And as a result, that can lead to setbacks in your recovery. There's a lack of accommodation for employees who experience concussions, mental illnesses, or physical injuries, and that can make it challenging for individuals with concussions to continue working. When you are experiencing a concussion, it can impact your career in such a major way that you might need to even change your career. So you could maybe explore the possibilities of a different career path if you find that you're no longer able to return to your previous job or career. In some instances, you might not want to return to that same job or career because of all of the emotional changes that you're experiencing. Maybe it causes you to realize that you're not 
fulfilled in your job, or maybe you realize that you want to pursue that dream career that you've always wanted. But either way, a lot of times career changes happen after a concussion. And there can also be a long-term effect on your career and your job performance. If you are experiencing post-concussion syndrome, you need to learn how to deal with your symptoms in order to manage being able to work full-time in the workplace. And if you aren't able to do that, it can affect your job performance, your job satisfaction, your general career advancement, and can continue that sense of discrimination or stigma for you experiencing your concussion in the workplace. There are other options for careers if you are thinking about doing a career change. Now it is so much easier to work remotely, which has that greater flexibility in terms of where you're working, what hours you're working, which is amazing. I now only work remotely and I have a great full-time remote job that allows me to take naps in the middle of the day if I need to or take walks in the middle of the day and having that flexibility really helps me to manage my symptoms and still be able to get my work done. So looking for a job with a flexible schedule is also another option and that not only can mean remote work flexibility but also could mean part-time work or freelance work or any kind of work with a schedule that can accommodate the symptoms that you're feeling. When you have a job that gives you a flexible schedule, it gives you greater control over when and how your work is completed and it can help you to deal with your symptoms that can fluctuate throughout the day, also throughout the weeks or months. If you were previously doing a job that required a lot of physical activity, you might want to seek a job that is not so physically demanding. You might need to sit at a office job or a desk job that makes it easier for you to not use your body so much, especially if you are experiencing headaches or dizziness often. I know that even my office job was difficult for me to deal with when I was experiencing peak migraines because they would come on unexpectedly and I would be in the office and dealing with that was challenging. So think about the type of physical demands that your job requires versus what you're physically able to offer because it might just be easier for you to work from home where you're able to have the greatest sense of flexibility rather than in a physically demanding job or even in an office. And finally, you can try and find a job with limited cognitive demands. So something that requires less thinking like Administration work or data entry could be easier to perform for the time being while you are experiencing your concussion symptoms because a job with high cognitive demands might trigger your memory loss or you might have difficulty concentrating in the role. So it's best to keep your workload light while you're in your recovery period. The main message that I want to put out there for people who are experiencing concussions and having challenges dealing with making money or in the workplace, is that you're not alone. You're not alone. Many people who experience post-concussion syndrome often experience setbacks in their careers or difficulty working. My first recommendation is definitely to seek medical treatment. 
definitely make sure that you're getting the health care you need. Next, though, communicate with your employer. If you're able to continue working, communicate, communicate, communicate. Communication is key when it comes to dealing with your concussion and working with your employer because it helps make sure your employer is aware of your situation and can provide necessary accommodation. Book a meeting with your HR department and ask them about the options that you have for taking time off of work, for dealing with long-term disabilities, for mental health support, for medical support, and definitely leverage whatever they are able to provide. Don't be embarrassed to ask for help and make sure that you can communicate clearly what you need and what you desire with your employer. If you don't express yourself, they won't know. If your employer provides insurance, oftentimes it includes access to physio appointments, massage therapy appointments, and other healthcare practitioner services that you might find beneficial for your recovery period. And remember that your symptoms are very likely temporary. There are many people who have experienced concussions that have bounced back and are able to work full-time, like me. And there are very notable high-powered CEOs like Sheryl Sandberg or Mark Cuban who have publicly shared their concussion stories and how they bounce back. I would definitely recommend reading Option B by Sheryl Sandberg, who was the COO of Facebook, where she talks about how she had a concussion when she was working at Facebook that made it, it difficult for her to continue working. And though she tried to initially push through her concussion symptoms, she ultimately had to take a leave of absence to recover from work and then return to work. Similarly, Mark Cuban, who also experienced a concussion and tried to push through his concussion symptoms and eventually took time off of work. He's now an advocate for people who have suffered from concussions. Talk to your friends, talk to your family, lean on your support network, research other people that have had concussions, and just remember that you're not alone. If you're lucky enough to be able to support yourself without working, you might want to consider a career break. And if not, you have the ability to make money, have a career, support yourself, and have a concussion. I believe in you. All things can be equal. You've got this. If you enjoyed this episode of the Concussion Podcast, don't forget to share it with your friends and donate to my campaign to raise $15,000 for Brain Injury Canada. This will help support other Canadians who are experiencing concussion symptoms and helps provide support and care to those people. Until next time, thanks for listening.